welcome to the Florida Travel Podcast, a podcast to help Florida residents and visitors get more out of the Sunshine State. I'm Tanya. And I'm Christina. And this week's episode is sponsored by Original Disnerd. Original Disnerd brings the Disney classics back for you to wear. Find retro and classic tees featuring Disney parks nostalgia such as River Country, The Great Movie Ride, and Original Mickey Bars. They also have fun takes on classic rides such as Peter Pan's Flight and Pirates of the Caribbean. You won't find these fun and original tees anywhere else. And if you're a Florida local, you'll appreciate the history behind Original Disnerd's designs. Visit OriginalDisnerd.com to start your shopping for your next Florida vacation. Hi, this week we're going to talk about us. Since this is our very first Florida travel podcast, we thought we'd introduce ourselves and talk about how and why we started this podcast. Hi, Christina. Hi, Tanya. (laughs) Uh, My name is Tanya Denmark, and I have lived in Florida for just about half my life now. I won't tell you how long that is. That could be. Because I'm not sure I want to tell you how old I am. Uh, I moved to Florida way back when I was a cold, shivering college student at Michigan State University, and I had the opportunity to work at the Disney College Program. So a lot of people start off at the Disney College Program, and they come down to Florida. And I worked here for a little while. I loved it and said, you know what? I am not going back to that floor. Frozen the tundra. tundra. Oh, the tundra. Yeah. As, as actually a thing at Michigan State, <laughs> people know the tundra. <laughs> so I decided to stay for a little while and I met my husband. And then for some reason, we decided to go back to Michigan. So I am a Michigan girl. I grew up near Lake Michigan. I love it there in the summer. Yeah. And so we, um, we both lived up in Michigan for a little while, and then I had the opportunity to come back and live in the warmth again. And so we said, yeah, we'll come down for a little bit. And thaw and, out. And thaw out. And we said, oh, we, we might go back. We haven't no, left. <laughs> It's because you met me. Of course. I mean, it has nothing to do with my children or my husband or our family or the warm weather. Is this my turn now? It's your turn. Okay. Let's hear it. Well, my name is Christina. I have lived in Florida since 1978. I was two years old when I moved to Florida or when I was moved to Florida. So you did just give away your age there. Um. Did if I? they can do I the did. math. Yeah. Oh, dang it. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I keep you around for. Um, yeah, we moved to Florida and to Newport Ritchie, which is on the West Coast. And I spent all of my childhood on the West Coast. Um, we had a boat. We were out on the boat every weekend in the Gulf of Mexico. Uh, we did a lot of deep sea fishing and just enjoyed the west coast of Florida. Um, for some reason, the heat didn't bother me back then as much. We were out on the boat every weekend. We were always outside. It was it was a, a great childhood growing up on the west coast of Florida. I moved out to Orlando when I was 18 to go to college, and I never looked back. I don't know why. Central Florida is way hotter. <laughs> yeah, I, being by the beach is definitely something different. You've got those the ocean waves, those ocean air, right? Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I went to UCF um, for elementary education. But while I was at UCF, I worked my way through um, at working at Disney. I was in entertainment at Disney. Everybody does it, right? Everybody- <laughs> As everybody does, you know, that ends up here, you know, probably 90% is because of Disney, right? Yeah. So I was in entertainment and I started uh, with some friends in, while we were in entertainment 
that got me into aerial acrobatics. I'll never forget going to Pirates Dinner Adventure and watching the show and my friend saying, you could do that. And I was like, no, no, I can't do that. And a month later, I was in the show. I grew up as a dancer, so it was fine. I'm, I'm good. I was a dancer in the air. So I worked as an aerialist. Um, I did a lot of entertainment in Central Florida area, and we really thoroughly made use of the um, Orlando theme parks and such for work. My, my joke with Christina is, is that if you talk about something that happened at Disney or a job at Disney, she will pipe in and say, oh, I did that. Yes, I was a lifeguard. I was a guest talent coordinator. I did a lot of stuff at Disney all over. I, did, I worked at SeaWorld as a pearl diver at one point. <laughs> of course you did. I met my husband doing that. We were both stunt performers. I met him at Universal Studios um, doing the Terminator show, which no longer exists. And um, anyhow, now we have three kids. I homeschool, and, and I met Tanya, and there we go. And your husband still works. For and my husband still works Universal for Universal Studios. Studios. Yes, he's gone. He's had more jobs at Universal Studios than <laughs> I had in all of Central Florida. <laughs> and yeah, I never ask him about what he, you know, what he's done. He's de- he's definitely can answer just about anything that he's done at Universal Studios. Yeah. Yeah. So when I met my husband, that was back in the day of Pleasure Island at uh, Disney when they had Downtown Disney and Pleasure Island, which I feel like we may have crossed paths. I'm sure we did. Because when I was on the college program, I'm pretty sure you were doing. I was in entertainment at Disney. Hercules parade, yeah. maybe. Yeah, yeah. We've we've talked about this before, and uh, I also have kids that homeschool. I have two teenagers, and um, so that segues into how we met. Right, we we met through um, our local community theater. And both of our girls were in a show together, and we just sat down and we clicked and we talked about blogging. We I was just going to say, I really feel like our real first conversation had to do with blogging. I, it may have. I at the time, so a little bit more background on me. I've been writing travel for my website, Detail Oriented Traveler, coming up on five years. I will celebrate five years uh, December as we were as we are recording this, I will celebrate five years with that blog, which is amazing to me. It's lasted that long. I think I met you when you were just about a year in, like... I think that sounds right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we could say we've, we've known each other for at least four years. Mm-hmm. Um, so we had a lot of sitting down while the girls were rehearsing and chatting Waiting. and um, doing what we call... Um, Tailgating. Yeah. <laughs> Tailgating and is we'll not leave that just there. for sports. <laughs> um, so we were involved with our local community theater and we did a lot there and we've met a lot of great people there. And um, I was writing for other companies and I decided I was going to write travel for myself. And I travel, I focus mostly on the United States travel. Um, obviously, we go back and forth to Michigan every year. But I also travel a lot in this area, which is kind of what led us to talking about doing a podcast just about Florida. I, I feel that we could talk about travel all over the country, all over the world, but where do, where does everybody want to go? You know, Florida has in my opinion, I've traveled all over the country as well. And I, I feel like Florida is just one of those states that is loaded with just hidden little treasure gems that you, know, you can pop around any corner and find some 
strange little place that you never thought you would find. Right. Florida has been a tourist destination long before Disney came here. Yep. Um, in fact, I've, although I am wearing my Florida Project t-shirt today by Original Disnerd and uh, Disney, Walt Disney had the idea to come down here because hello, it's warm year round. Let's build a theme park where people are going to be able to visit all year round rather like the rather unlike those northern ones that have to close down. Speaking of year-round warmth, I um, we just purchased a travel trailer this year. We've been traveling and doing our camping thing, and I learned that the people who don't live down here in the south have to winterize their trailers and can't camp year-round, <laughs> and I was completely heartbroken for them. <laughs> Although you you have found that you need to do a little winterizing yes, with, we did. Your, with your camper. We did, but we don't have to put it away. We can still travel. But we did have to winterize when camping in the freezing temperatures. <laughs> yes. So... I really wanted to share the love of Florida beyond the theme parks, because like you said, there's so many hidden gems. There's so many hidden treasures. There's so many of those fantastic roadside attractions. Uh, we live in an area where there's uh, a couple of roadside attractions yeah. that brought tourists in the 50s, in the 60s, long before Walt decided to purchase, you know, a lot of land. Oh, and yeah. with the Florida project. Definitely so. gives you a traditional feel to to the state when you hit some of these, you know, off-roaded. Yes. Is that off-roaded? Off, off the beaten path. There we go. Off the beaten path. There's the blogger in you. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so we decided, you know, it, it makes sense for us to do a Florida podcast all about travel in the state of Florida and not just for people who want to come and visit, but for locals like us as well, we're constantly discovering all there is to do in this state. It's a huge state. It's in and North Florida is very different from yeah. Central Florida, which is very different from South Florida, which is very different from the Florida Keys. So you can get such a vast range of places to visit and travel. Exactly. So, um, Christina, in our notes, you have what do we like best about living in Florida? What do you like best? It I love I love that. I love that there's so many different types of travel that we can do, that we can go to a moonshine stand off the side of the road, but we can also do beaches and, and Disney World. There's so many different great um, varieties of travel that, that we have here in yes. Florida. Yeah, exactly. Like, I love the beach. I love being able to go to the beach, but I like the theme parks. I like visiting mm -hmm. all – I like being able to visit the theme parks – on my own time. And you can also travel through the backwoods areas of Florida and it looks like you're in the mountains of Georgia somewhere. Speaking of moonshine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Not that we hit one of those anywhere. No, I, I mean, where are you headed after mm -hmm. this? Are we, do we have a, you know, <laughs> a drinking might, date? Maybe? Might have, might have something in mind. Um, I, yeah, I like that there is so much variety. I like that there's more history than I realized growing up in the North, growing up in the Midwest. You thought about you thought about Florida as a travel destination. You thought about it as a uh, tourist attraction. A big postcard. A big postcard. Um, yes, absolutely. You didn't think about the fact that there was so much history yeah. here. And it wasn't until I moved to Florida that I learned that the oldest city in the United States is not Jamestown or Plymouth Rock or one of those off the East Coast there, although they may still try to claim it. That's true. Um, and we may have planned to talk about that at some point. I think our next episode, we might, might talk about that St. Augustine. <laughs> so stay tuned. 
next week for that episode. Uh, so I like, especially I have a son that is very interested in history. So it's exciting to take my children around and learn history with them. And because we both homeschool, we get the opportunity to travel a little bit more maybe. Um, and you know, this is the year, this is, uh, this will air in 2021, but 2020 was the year of figuring out how to stay home more often. Uh, you can still travel. Of course, we, we do believe you can travel safely and distantly, mm -hmm. uh, but you can learn more about the history as you are figuring out how to homeschool your kids right now as well. Homeschool life. Exactly. So I, that is, that is definitely, I like the temperatures. I don't miss the snow. Uh, and everyone asks, how do you stand the heat in the summer? We swim. We swim. <laughs> and I also say, you know, I don't have to shovel humidity. I I'm good going out to my car and turning on the AC, just like you would go out to your car and turn on the heat, but I don't have to shovel anything. Or scrape your windshield. Or scrape my, well, maybe this morning I that might have true. had to, but that's true. Uh, that's what I like best about living in Florida. So, of course, you know, this is not all sunshine and roses for the sunshine ha -ha, state. I see what you did there. <laughs> um, what, there are definitely things we could do without in Florida. Um, what would, what would be your, you know, couple of things that you could do without? So you may have heard about the flesh eating, brain eating, tissue eating bacteria that lives in our lakes. <laughs> I that's mean, why we go to the ocean. We, yeah, we live in Lake County and we have got some beautiful lakes, but I got to tell you, I'm a little wary about swimming with some of that bacteria. And of course our alligators. Yeah. I don't want to swim with the alligators, the alligators. Is, is more what I'm concerned could they, maybe about. They, maybe they could, that brain eating, flesh eating bacteria could get some of our alligators out. <laughs> maybe. However, someone, I, I saw this on Facebook or Instagram yesterday uh, at Lake Apopka, which isn't too far from where we live. It's here in Central Florida. There was a great blue heron eating a small alligator. Oh, oh. Yes. I mean, I was astounded. Usually you would think it would be the other way around. Okay, well, I'm going to guess that gator was probably dead first. Uh, no, not that what? I could see. It was, yeah, Ew. it was. But also the heron had to have killed the gator, right? Oh. I mean, I guess that's another thing. Come on, baby herons, let's go. <laughs> Kill them all. <laughs> I guess that's another thing we could say we like and don't like about the area is that we um, <laughs> we we have uh, so much variety in our wildlife. Yeah, we do. Um, I mean... And plenty of trails to see that wildlife. Plenty on. of trails to see that wildlife. It's definitely different than what I grew up with. Uh, I certainly never saw any alligators up there, but I could definitely do without some of the wildlife, um, you know, like love bugs. Oh yeah. Thank you for, I was, I know it's probably a myth, but Florida state, like, wasn't that like some kind of gone wrong science project up there in order to get rid of mosquitoes? Yeah. Which didn't work. Okay. So mosquitoes might be, might be higher than alligators for me, actually. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with the cockroaches too. Um, I can, I can squash a cockroach. They don't bother me that much. Okay. Yeah. That's, I mean, Hey, so if you don't live in Florida and you're coming down for a visit, you know, it is Big, a black bug crawling sub, through your living room. <laughs> it is a subtropical location, which means we have tropical sized bugs. wildlife bugs. <laughs> Tropical size bugs. Yes, um, I know, and I know a lot of people love them. I hate the lizards. You know, it's like 
the bugs and and the things like alligators, it's like a taste of Costa Rica without the like exoticness of Costa Rica. Yeah, I will. I mean, I I still might take Costa. No, I I've seen some large bugs this in Costa Rica. And they too. also have I, really big lizards there. I saw a scorpion while I was no, in Costa Rica. I've never seen one of those. Um, so I I I'm not crazy about the lizards. I know they're super cute and they eat the bugs. They do. I I, I mean I do appreciate them for that, but I don't like it when they get in my house. They oh, move too I fast. I have had some live in my house for a week. <laughs> They don't bother me anymore. They used to. I used to be terrified, but they don't bother me as yeah, much anymore. I mean, I know they eat the bugs, and so they're a good thing, but I just, they're too fast for me. I can't catch them. So I, I've gotten handy with a broom and, and shooing them out I feel now. like the majority of things that we don't like about Florida have to do with living, breathing creatures. Yeah. I mean, I don't, like I said, I don't mind the heat. I just have a different indoor season than what and the people who live up north. the people who live up north do i you know i don't go out much in the summer so i don't mind it yeah i know a lot of people would say they don't like that about florida i mean the heat kind of sucks but i mean i don't mind i don't mind cuz i can there's there's solutions to that better than a gator <laughs> yes exactly so uh, what kind of things can we expect from the florida travel podcast Oh, we've got some really great places that we can talk about in Florida that are not, it's not just a location either. We're not just going to talk about, oh, St. Augustine or, oh, Miami beaches, but we can talk about the types of things that we will be, that you can do in Florida beyond a location. Just, you know, like we, we've mentioned our hiking trails, we've mentioned our, you know, our, our, our experiences around the water, lakes, the beaches, yes, the East Coast beaches versus West Coast. Disney. Well, and speaking of water, there's springs. There's natural springs everywhere. Mm-hmm. We've got to get into those. I got a kayak last year, so I've been hitting the rivers a lot more this year. And so we can talk about paddling in Florida and all of the rivers and springs and even hitting the intercoastal yeah. with kayaks and paddle boards. There's so much outdoor adventure here that is a year-round thing. But even beyond outdoor adventure is is things like, well, yes, we've got theme parks, but we've also got, there's a bunch of attractions in Florida that are not theme parks. Yes. I had someone suggest to me that we should do a whole podcast just about everything That's to it. do and avoid on iDrive. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there's definitely some things to avoid, I think. Some, some tourist yeah, traps out there. Yeah, but there is. I think uh, we, we, we definitely want to go deep into Florida and we want to go deep into what we can bring you. Um, you didn't talk about one of my favorite attractions in Florida and that's our local breweries. Oh, of course, breweries <laughs> and wineries. We have breweries and wineries galore around, especially right here. Yes. I mean, it's, it's not a new thing to have a brewery, but for some reason they became so trendy. I think some of the laws have opened up a little bit more with the breweries yeah. and, um, and uh, yeah, Tampa is is also mm-hmm. huge for a lot of breweries in St. Pete area. And, and now it's acceptable to bring your baby to a bar. <laughs> you would have to say bring your baby to yeah. a bar. Didn't you watch Sweet Home Alabama? <laughs> you brought, I can't quote this exactly. You brought your baby to a bar. <laughs> okay, well. Sweet Home Alabama reference. Uh, yes, I, it's been a while. Since I've seen that. And, you know, we're talking about Florida, not Alabama. Yeah, but it was a reference. <laughs> yes. I, I mean, 
Uh, we will say we do bring our kids mm-hmm. to the breweries And we quite sit often. there for hours and wait for our kids to go back and forth to rehearsals and dance. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but we, you know, it's, we will talk family stuff probably mostly because we do have families that we travel with, but. We- and our families are a good um, range from young to yes, nearly I- adult. <laughs> we didn't talk about the ages of our kids. What's your youngest? How old's your youngest? My youngest is seven. Yes. And then we go to almost 12 and almost 17. Oh my goodness. Almost 17. (laughs) She is darn near an adult. Yes. And I have an almost 17 year old and a new 15 year old. So we got, we got three kids between the two of us that are driving in cars. Oh, wow. Yep. Okay. So road trip. Road trip around Florida, and right? And can do all the driving, and we can just hang out in the back and visit all the breweries. <laughs> I was just going to say, let's visit the breweries. And we'll have a list of them for you. Um, so those are the kinds of things that we um, can expect. We've done a lot of travel in the area. Of course, we want to hear from you. Uh, like I said, I had someone mention we should do an iDrive podcast. Where, where in Florida do you want to explore? What would you like us to cover? We're happy to hit the road and see all of those wonderful outdoor attractions. Please give us a reason to hit the road. <laughs> yes, please give us a reason to travel. Uh, like Christina said, she's got a camper. She's going to be camping all throughout Florida. And we'll talk about places to stay, places to be socially distant right now until we get through maybe the second half of 2021, whenever we feel like we're safe to travel. The campgrounds have been amazing with, with, with that because you live in your own little house and your own little space in the campground, and it's all outside. And just about everything you do in the campgrounds or in the area is outside. Yeah. It's been amazing. It's great. So we'll have other special features coming up in upcoming episodes. So uh, until then, where can we find the Florida Travel Pod? So Florida Travel Pod can be found on Facebook or Instagram or read the show notes at floridatravelpod.com backslash blog. Yes. And you can support us on patreon.com slash floridatravelpod. There you can support us with different levels. Each month we'll have exclusive discounts for some of the attractions or Florida flavors of the week, which is coming up and some additional surprises. So thank you so much for listening to the Florida Travel Pod. And until next time, I'm Tanya. I'm Christina. And stay sunny, everyone. 